episode three is all about the different mould remediation standards that are available. And thanks for joining me on this week's episode. And today I'm talking to you about what mold remediation standards are available. Now, why? Well, when you visit your medical practitioner, you've got every confidence and expectation that he or she is well-trained and you know and assume that they consulted all the textbooks and reference materials which contain the detail to support their first person experience with people and you want to know and have confidence in whatever expert you're working with that they've got the information at their fingertips that can be brought to bear on your situation so you end up with a first class result and yes i'm talking about water damage and mold restoration now what happens when your home or office or apartment is unexpectedly flooded or water damage affected What's going to happen when an assessor, be it your property manager if you're a tenant or an insurer if you're a homeowner or your employer comes into your property and they're going to take some notes about the incident. They're going to prepare a report in many cases and that report is going to be used to inform all the steps that occur in returning your property to a normal non-water damaged non-moldy condition and we want to make sure that the information that is being referred to is top quality and so I'm going to talk to you a lot today about what published standards are available that you can either purchase or refer to and ask some pointy questions of all the stakeholders involved in your water damage or mold remediation or contents claim because at the end of the day you know that these documents contain both fundamental theoretical information and practical information, which is going to be important in ensuring that you get a top quality result. Now, what are these reference standards? Well, I'm going to cover my top five documents. And the first are the ANSI 2 CRC Standard and Reference Guide for Professional Water Damage Restoration. Now, you can purchase these electronically or in hard copy format, and you purchase these. These are a standard, and this refers to the American National Standards Institute. And these are the official policies and standards that improve not only the safety of those undertaking water damage restoration, but they protect the consumer as well. And they're really, really important. The 2CRC component stands for the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning and Restoration Certification. Because at the end of the day, water damage and mold remediation is a type of applied cleaning. Now, I told you that there is a standard and reference guide. There's a series of related documents which I'm going to get into. 
But before I do that, the first one, this is the fourth edition. This is the 2015 edition. And in all my expert witness work that I do with solicitors, often we need to look at the documentation that has been prepared regarding the water damage or mold claim and ensure that it contains all the information that you would want to be in there. And I can turn to nearly any page and there is important information that you need to know your stakeholders are considering regarding what in often case is your primary asset, your home. So for example, what is the difference between the types of water which can affect a building? Well, category two water is very different from category three water. But what happens if this appears in your documentation? Well, this standard tells you what the difference is. Category two water essentially could be overflows from toilet bowls, could be a discharge from a dishwasher, and essentially the definition here is that it contains potentially unsafe levels of microorganisms or nutrients that could support their growth. Whereas category three water can cause significant adverse reactions in humans. And this could be rising water from rivers or streams, or even wind-driven rain from severe storms or hurricanes or cyclones. And it can potentially also bring with it other problems like pesticides or toxic organic substances into your building. So I highly recommend this. Now, related to this document is the reference guide for professional mold remediation. And I use this all the time. This is the R520. And this is really, really, really important because you can see all the sticky notes. I have to put these in whenever I'm doing expert witness work because I've got to find those sections in the reference guide or standard which inform what should happen or what should have happened or what might need to happen. And again, I can go to nearly any page and there will be valuable information. So on this page, for example, this covers air filters, HEPA air filters, which extract a lot of the spore laden air in a water damaged property. And it talks about ducting. It talks about air movers and, and ancillary structural drying equipment and where negative pressure differentials, for example, might need to be considered. So again, these documents are really, really, really important. I can't stress how important they are. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. But what about the Australian experience? Well, Dr. Heike Neumeister-Kemp has produced back in 2010 the Australian Mould Guideline. And this is an excellent resource and should be used together with the ANSI 2CRC standards, because this provides a practical procedural step-by-step -step guide to classifying buildings based upon the type of water damage, similar to the 2CRC. And also it contains metrics that can be used for assessing the level of mold contamination using some standard testing procedures. And again, I can go to nearly any page in this book and 
I can find that the mold damage classification system goes from grade one normal, similar to the two CRC ANSI standard, right up to grade six, which specifies or details what cross-contamination might have occurred at a property. But often a tenant might call us and say, I've got visible mold appearing in a corner of my bathroom, but nowhere else. And the stormwater is, or, or, or the plumbing is disconnected on the outside of the property. Well, it might be really small. And in the Australian mold guideline, that will be defined as a grade two condition, visible mold to affecting less than one square meter, right up to a grade four situation, which is visible mold affecting greater than 10 square meters. So a lot of these definitions are really, really, really important to ensure that they are contained within your documentation as it relates to your water damage claim. And then the last document I wanna talk about is the Mold Workers Handbook. And this is similar to the Australian Mold Guideline, but again is a field guide for remediators and contains a lot of the same information to the AMG 2010. And this is a good resource as well. But there are lots more. There are standards that have been written by many countries. The Canadians have done an excellent job. They have one out called the Assessment and Remediation of Mold in Workplaces. And in the show notes underneath this video, or in the audio version, I'll be linking all of the reference materials that I've covered here today, and you will be able to download those or refer to those for your own specific situation. And there are lots of others. Now, I wanna also mention that there are position documents as well, and the ASHRAE is a very important body which discusses occupational hygiene. In Australia, we also have a group of individuals called building biologists, and they have position statements on water damage. And so you should consider looking up the Australasian Society of Building Biologists. And I've covered five of the most significant standards and reference documents that are definitely in use here in Australia. And I would urge you to ask pointy questions of your insurance assessor, anyone involved in doing building inspections, anyone involved in assessing and recommending and preparing scope of works, and in a sense, specifying what should or should not happen inside your building because these documents contain the consensus knowledge, which is radically and really important for you to be aware of. Because at the end of the day, your asset value and your health depend on it. Thanks for listening to me today. And I hope you like this. Definitely share it and give it a like and make sure you check out these references. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me this week on The Mould Show. 
make sure to visit our website at themoldshow.com where you can subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. You can also follow up on specific content or any of the references that were discussed, which I always put up on the show notes. If you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or tell a friend or share this episode out to your network and family. As always, you can reach me on socials at Dr. Cameron Jones, and I'm always happy to answer your questions. Have a great week and bye for now.